man, what a great day to be an Eagle. Mercy. All right, Eagle Nation, welcome back to another episode of Gotta Talk. Um, yeah, Cody, uh, frustrating. Frustrating loss. Um, we're recording this uh, Saturday night, right after the loss. Normally, we don't do that. We wait till Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, sometimes Normally Wednesday. Normally, we let the emotions uh, die down, yeah, but not yeah. tonight, So, folks. So you get, you get full-on Cody Anderson <laughs> at this point um, uh, because he, he you know, sky is falling. Cody Anderson was texting me earlier. Uh, and, and yeah, you, you get a new side of Cody, not, not the side of Cody that – has has watched the game film two or three times by the time we record, uh, analyzes the stats, puts them in a spreadsheet, runs the numbers. You're getting just like, <laughs> right, just right just off, emotions. just emotions, just the emotions. Just emotions. Uh, so so this should be a fun one. So um, uh, obviously, a fun the, fact for you, Greg, losing sucks. Losing sucks. Um, <laughs> 38-31, um, this was a game that we, you know, obviously um, had the lead for for most of it, uh, but never felt super comfortable, I guess, right? Uh, we followed a 5-4 and four, um, overall, 2-3 and three in the conference. South Alabama improves to 7-2 and two on the season, 4-1 and one in the Sunbelt Conference. Um, still very much in the picture in the West uh, division race, um, needing, needing some help from, from, uh, everyone playing Troy. So, um, but, but yeah, uh, I mean, obviously this excludes us from Matt, Matt, did he feel that gust of wind go by? Hmm. That was Damian Webb just running right past us again for another touchdown. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I like it. So yeah, I mean, (laughs) um, we give up uh, what uh, five hundred yards, five hundred and fourteen <laughs> yards, um, three hundred and twenty-one on the ground. Uh, I I want to say that's the most we've given up rushing all year, um, and yeah, Webb. I mean, honestly, he started slow. We knew he was going to be a factor in this. Um, you know, we talked about it in the preview. He had thirty-five carries. 247 yards of four touchdowns. Um, but honestly, fairly quiet through the first half. And then in the second half, they were like, hey, we can run against this team, um, especially there in the fourth yeah. quarter. Um, and, and yeah, you just kind of saw their game plan change. Um, you saw ours really didn't. Um, it didn't seem like, you know, for the first time, we, we didn't make many adjustments um, at halftime offensively or defensively. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously can't give up over 500 yards, obviously can't give up over 300 yards rushing defensively, but offensively too, uh, you know, we, we came out strong, obviously had the pick six, uh, go up seven, nothing, um, offense gets two, two touchdowns, um, goes up 21, seven. Uh, but then after that, after the first quarter, um, looking like, you know, that South Alabama was just overmatched and that, that we could blow this you know blow them out of the water um we only go on to score 10 points the rest of the football game yeah uh several missed opportunities this is not the most rushing yards we've given up in a game this season georgia state had 336 um so which is kind of surprising similar game they a lot of penalties from state a lot of penalties in this one from usa um but no we had missed opportunities Throughout this game, think of the the muff punt in which we get it at what the fifteen yard line. We turn it right back over. Um, should have at least gotten three out of that. Hopefully a touchdown, and we couldn't capitalize on it. I uh, I don't know, Matt. It was just very. It was very frustrating as a fan. To 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 watch this, and to see you know, them running the ball straight at us and, and not to see adjustments or not to see something getting fixed or to try to do something different 
to stop their run game in the second half. I was I I really was just wanting to pull my hair out. Just I don't. Obviously, we're not football coaches, but I really want to know like what went into the decision making in that second half as to why it didn't appear that stuff was being adjusted or or changes being made or why didn't we force USA to to throw the ball? Yeah. In yeah, the second stag, half, stag instead, the box, of, instead do, of letting them just run like, the ball right, straight down our yeah, throat, right? I mean, do do like what we've you know uh, with um, you know JMU did that right, and instead of adjusting for our pass, they just like stay true. Yeah, stack the box, mm-hmm. um, do that, do the opposite of what ODU did, and then instead of giving us a, a five man box, I mean put put eight guys in there, put nine guys in there, you know, like, I mean, that, that would at least be, you know, at least yeah. then they're not like methodical and they're getting, you know, six, seven, eight, ten yards a clip on, on the runs and eating up the clock. They own and, time, of yeah, possession, time of possession, 30, yeah. 37 minutes to 22 minutes um, for us, almost 23. So, um, yeah, like at, at least if you do that and say, okay, yeah, you, you've got find the open guy. We're gonna send everybody. We're gonna shut down the run and pass it. And you've got you know some uh, you know some good matchups there or whatever, and then some guys wide open possibly. And okay, fine, they score. Well, guess what? They scored anyway. So um, yeah. yeah, no, I I agree with you. I, I I think I think the adjustments defensively, you know. Uh, needed to happen and didn't, and and that was definitely frustrating. I think you know this this was a team loss though. Um, it was yeah, just a team definitely. loss. I, like we really on all all three phases, certainly offensively and defensively, just lost this football game. Like yes, we scored thirty one points. Seven of that was defensively, right with a pick six. Um, so not our best offensive output. Only 366 total yards, uh, 278 through the air. Um, you know, a lot of that kind of came late when we started to feel the pressure that, you know, they were mounting a comeback. Um, only 88 yards rushing. Um, I think we had said, like, we needed 100 yards rushing in this game, right, to, to feel comfortable. Um, we did not get there. Yeah. So uh, that that proved itself true. Um and and yeah and, and really like I would say the 88 is deceiving because you have the long run by Jalen White, um, he has 10 carries for 65 yards, but his um, touchdown run was for what for 40 50 54. something like 54 yards yeah, yeah. 54. so really he got shut down other than that one run um, yeah and you know and and our entire run game got shut down for the majority of the game. And in that one run, not taking anything away from Jalen White, but South started really slow. Um, on that run, they had some missed tackles. He bounced to the outside. They had bad angles. He was able to keep his feet in bounds and pull it off for a touchdown. That play call wasn't sp- supposed to go for a touchdown, right? That that play call was supposed to get five, six, seven yards, maybe a first down. Um, <clears throat> definitely wasn't meant to like rip off one. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it was great. It gave us momentum, put up, put us up early, gave a lot of people confidence that we could roll away, you know, run away with this game. Um, but yeah, the, our run game got completely shut down, um, and then they had their way with us in the run game, especially in the second half. And th- that combined with the offense just not being consistent. In um, really after the first quarter was the difference in this game. We had uh, three third and one situations where we pl- uh, did the same play call, running the ball up the middle. That got stuffed every single time. I just don't understand it. I don't understand after the first or second I don't, yeah, one I don't either. that you do. Like I, I was, my jaw was on the floor when because I was thinking surely. When we get in that third and one late in the game, like surely we the don't last do the same one. thing. Yeah, the <laughs> last know. play, and it worked once, right? I think we were like three for one in that in that situation. We had a third and one where Jalen White actually got it, and and that was all on him. It was just him like churning his legs, and he got hit in the backfield, but they didn't call it dead, and you know he he, he pushed forward for one or two yards, got the first down. Um, but literally the same play call four times in that situation. Why aren't you doing something else? 
Why aren't you yeah. doing a screen pass? Why aren't you doing an off tackle? Why aren't you doing um, in and around? Why aren't you doing a pitch or or something? Um, and you know to to get the ball out you know, in space instead of running up the middle because our, our trenches were dominated. I mean, you know, this was probably the second time this season, Georgia State being the other one, where yeah. the d- defensive line really had their way with our offensive line and really um, on the other side of the ball as well. Like, we were dominating the trenches on both sides of the ball. Um, for the yeah, second this was time very similar to that Georgia State game where it just like we were just out, phys- you know, physicality-wise, we were just outmatched. Um, in the trenches, and especially with their offensive line and our defensive line, I mean, it was just it just looked like we couldn't do anything. We couldn't we couldn't penetrate. We couldn't jam the. We couldn't close the gaps. We couldn't stop the run. It was just I don't know. It it was one of the most frustrating things to watch as a fan because you just knew it was coming. You just knew it was coming. You knew they were just going to hand the ball off to Webb, and he was going to run it for six, seven, eight yards, if not more. Yeah. And we couldn't stop it. We, I mean, we we just could not stop it, and it's just frustrating. So I don't know. There's something has got to. You would not expect that after a bye week to see that sort of performance. Um. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. This week, short week against uh, got Louisiana coming up, but man, alive is it's it. I the next three teams that we have, Matt, are very are very run heavy, very good at running the ball, rushing teams. They are, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, I, it does not bode confidence season, for yeah, everyone me. Everyone we play the season, I think, is right. I mean, Nebraska was somewhat like balanced. Um, but definitely kind of lean run. Um, and then, and yeah, I mean, we've talked about all, all season um, that we faced a lot of good running backs. We knew Webb was going to be in that conversation. I don't know if he was the best running back we've seen thus far, or the best running back we'll see. Um, but obviously the Marshall kid's really good. Um, Cameron Peoples, if he ends up playing for app, we know he's really good. Um, but they have other good uh, uh, running backs as well. Louisiana does, um, and um, yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. The, these next three games, the secret. I mean, the secret's well known, right? Like the, the yeah. it's not even that the yeah. secret's out. Like everyone knows that they can run against us. I'm frankly surprised that South Alabama took so long to just commit to the run. Oh yeah, because um, they they really yeah. did. They they came out trying to pass and like. We had, you know, obviously the pick six um, there on the first play. We had, um, you know, some good pass breakouts by Tyler Bride and Najee Thompson, and um, interceptions. And, and and maybe they were just trying to open things up, but but yeah, once they've finally like made some adjustments at halftime, we're like, look, they literally can't stop us. We're gonna get four or five yards every single time, even doing just like a dive play um after first contact like he's gonna get you know and and then that's all they did for the rest of the game and we had no answer for yeah him. i i just i'm just i don't know it this was i just felt like this was just a a heartbreaking loss in terms of the way that we started off we started off great and then to see it slowly just get ripped from us I think you know, injuries certainly the, play the, a factor. The, I don't want to make excuses, but I think offensively, you definitely saw things change significantly um, after, after Singleton, Singleton got hurt. You yeah. have Amari Jones out, first game with him out, right, not in the lineup. Um, obviously, Sam Kinderson has been out of the lineup for a long time. We're depleted on wide receivers. It's an area that we weren't really sure how deep we were going to be going into the season. We weren't really sure how talented we were going to be going into the season. And it's obviously proven itself out. Um, but now we're, you know, we're kind of slim pickings there. Like, it's not to say that we don't have talent, we don't have depth. Um, we certainly have youth there, but there's a lot of inexperience. And I think you saw that with the route running i think you saw that with the timing i think you saw that with calvin Teresa's confidence in his reads and throwing to certain guys um you saw some hesitation in and just like his in his reads and he held the ball like a bit longer 
which normally to me as a fan tells me like either the guy's not running, running the right route or he's not getting open, right? Of like your well, he's not as quick, right? Or he's like, not as he, quick. The timing, thing, yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, the timing thing. So like that's a huge thing. So so yes, that's not making excuses for the defense or for anything else. Um, but but yeah, that that is a factor. I mean, it was our first game playing without our. Uh, what lead second second or third leading receiver and Amari Jones leader in touchdowns right um and and he's a big he's our big play threat and he's also super versatile in in what he can do playing yeah. the slot playing deep ball playing um out on the flat and we just don't you know we were wondering like who we were going to plug in there and it's not to say that um you know guys didn't step up um, but you know, it, it was their first time getting significant playing time. So, so you definitely saw the ball go to Caleb hood a lot more, um, than it normally it does. You saw it go into Burgess a lot more than it normally does. You normally only see Burgess's name called like in the end zone, <laughs> right? Like he's like your deep threat and, and, and he made another like spectacular 50, 50 ball catch, right. Um, there in the first quarter, but, um, you also saw Burgess make a lot of key catches, um, you know, uh, towards the sideline, uh, you know, to get first downs and down the middle, he made some key catches that normally that would be Singleton or that would be Amari Jones, you know? So like that, that's a huge factor that going into the rest of the season. Cause we don't know Singleton obviously missed the rest of the game. We don't have an injury or report on him at this point, recording this on Saturday night. Um, you know, hopefully he's back, but we know Amari Jones is out for the see, rest of the year. I would see. I under I understand the point, but we just had the bye week in which we knew that Amari Jones was going to be out, so there should have been some preparation involved. You know, obviously for him being out with some of the younger guys and getting that timing and that route. Now maybe it's you know completely different with Singleton out, and you're trying and it's completely different route running and position on the field. I I kind of understand that, but. I, you know, you have to have back. There's got to be somebody that backs him up anyways that should be, all right, you come in. If anything happens to Singleton, you're automatically in, in the game and and should be ready to go. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just – I'm more concerned about the third and one play calling yeah. than I am about maybe some youthful guys who maybe instead of running – you know, one yard past the sticks, he just ran to the sticks and cut over or whatever. I agree. I, I think be. play calling is a huge concern. I think the it play is. calling to me is more it, of we just seem out of sorts. We seem like, out of like, sorts. Like, and and the like thing is, is like were, if, if their defensive line is as advertised and their run defense is as advertised, and I think it is, they have a really good uh, defense. We know this. Why are we trying to run it up the gut? on those situations. Exactly. They know what we're doing. Why aren't we trying to do something different there? And like, I mean, is it because we don't have the weapons? I mean, obviously we had no problem throwing it 60 something times against JMU. Is it because Singleton and, and Jones are out that now we don't feel like we're comfortable I enough with so. throwing it for, I think that's times? part of it. But again, but again, that's, that's but don't a, run up, big, the, but don't run part. up the middle, do a pitch, do it in and around, do I, screen I'm, passes. I'm not arguing with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I no, I I understand. Yeah, that that makes sense to me. Um, but yeah, something was amiss, and I don't know if it's because we are missing some 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 big time weapons in the receiving room right now, or if we just got tunnel vision during the game and just was like, we're just gonna do this. I don't know. I don't. I mean, it it seemed like for as great of a play calling as it has been against most of the season, especially with JMU and, and ODU, this one seemed to just, we just seemed to be confused. It was really very vanilla. It was very, like, it, yeah. it, it just didn't seem off it. I mean, even, like, the trick play and things, like, yeah, that worked, but, like, it looked bad, right? <laughs> like, I mean, it, it just, <laughs> I it, it, yeah, nothing seemed fluid, really, outside of, like, the first quarter. After the first quarter, like, everything offensively, seemed almost kind of like really forced like yes again they have a good defense we were having to like work for every yard but it just it didn't seem as fluid as like it has um yeah and that's a huge problem and and, and you're right i, th- I think i mean the answer is a, it's a combination right i mean it's 
it's play calling, it's personnel, it's it's everything. But um, we've got to get more creative with the play calling. Is is what it boils down to. Like we we've got it. Like if if it really is a personnel thing of like yeah, now we've really have two guys that we're confident in catching the football consistently, um, getting open consistently, catching the ball in traffic consistently, whatever it may be, um, and then running the ball, you know, going up against a team like this that has a good rush defense. You know, Jalen White, I mean, that that's the thing too is like, you know, he got 10 carries, 65 yards. We ran Gerald Green five times, 27 yards. We didn't see O.J. Arnold again. Like, why didn't we give him some carries? Like, you know, so like, I, I, th- I or, or have we tested him out in the slot at all? Or, 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 or that? Somewhere? Yeah, like we say, I think we've seen him catch a couple catches, right? But like, um, but yeah, not, <clears throat> not be like a slot receiver. So, yeah, like, like rotate in your guys, um, and use them in versatile ways, and I think that's what was lacking in this game. It was, you know, um. Again, we just kept kind of doing the same thing, expecting like the right definition of insanity. Yeah, expecting a different result, and it wasn't happening. Um, after yeah, after we went up thirty-one seventeen, our next two series that we had on offense, we were three and out. Yeah, I mean Jalen Jalen White had eleven yards on nine carries after the one touchdown run. Yeah. Yeah, just not. I don't know. Just a very, just a, uh, just a torturous game. I mean, to be up and to be up kind of big with, even still late in the third quarter. And I don't know. It that was more of the most frustrating games as a fan that I have seen in a very, very long time. And I thought Georgia State was bad to watch. It was. And, and it was. That was it equal. Was. It was frustrating, and, and and Coastal was too. And. We talked about this before we started recording. I mean, I guess silver lining here, and it's not making excuses. It's not, um, you know, uh, uh, moral victories or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, no, but, like, it's – these these losses suck. They do. And they suck more than blowout losses, in my opinion. Um, Because Because you were there – you think that we're the better team much of the game. We prove that we lead most of the game, um, but you see it start to just like wither away and you kind of see the writing on the wall and there's nothing you can do about it, but you kind of know what's happening and you just hope and hope and hope that like we'll make a play on one side of the ball or the other or both. And it doesn't happen and we saw that against Georgia State. I mean, Georgia State was clawing back, so a little different. Coastal, coastal, was like this. coastal was this. This was this was a retro of coastal, right? I mean, it was it was literally going through the like all the same kind of emotions, and then let it slip away like late. Coastal was yeah. even later than this one, but again, you kind of just saw it start to wither away, and there's nothing you can do about it, and that hurts and is more frustrating than just getting boat raced and you're down 21 to nothing early in the first quarter and you never find a way back and just kind of go through the motions and lose the game right like this one is just a much tougher pill to swallow yeah we were i mean we're that close to being bowl eligible i mean oh man just i don't know just just very frustrating just very frustrating um, I don't know. I, you know, I feel like this is how the next three games are going to be, right? And it's just going to determine. They're all going to be like this. I, I, yeah. I'm longing. I'm longing for a convincing victory. I don't think we're going to get one. I don't no. think we're going to get one this season. At least not in the regular season and conference it's play. Be close victories, or close, close losses. losses, or possibly a blowout loss. I don't think. I don't. Yeah. I. I think. I think you're. Yeah, I think you're insinuating a blowout loss coming. I don't see it. I I don't see that. And it, it, if that happens, and that that's obviously a huge problem. But I I I, I think it's going to be from here on. Yeah, like t- take your heartburn medication because like it's 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 going to cause some some indigestion. Like it like it where yeah. it, like it, if 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 it's been tough, 
um, to this point. I think these next three are, are going to be that. I think Thursday night will be that with Louisiana. Um, it might not be like back and forth. It might be something like this where we're kind of up and feel semi-comfortable for most of the game and see it slip away. Might be something like UAB where we go down and claw our way back or Georgia State where we you know claw our way back and just come up short. But I, I, I don't see a situation one way or another where we lose another game this season or win another game this season by two scores. I just I just don't see it. Um, I, I want it, obviously, but like I, I just I, I don't see it. Um, so you know, I, I think Marshall could be a low scoring game. I think App State could just be a back and forth, probably something similar to this in like the thirties. I think Louisiana could be somewhere probably in between in like the like twenties. But um it just yeah. I mean I, I like it's gonna take all four quarters and it's gonna be one where you're um, you're not comfortable, right? One way or the other, either comfortable yeah. accepting the loss or comfortable saying like, okay, yeah, I can I can go and um, you know grab a beer, take the dog out, do it, do whatever you want, and and know, yeah. know, know that we're gonna win the game. Like I I, I want that so bad, but I, I don't think that's gonna happen this season. We ran sixty three plays, yeah, in this game. That's probably the lowest. It's got to be the lowest. Lowest all year. Got to be the lowest. Four for twelve on third down. That's got to be the worst. That's what I'm um, saying. Like, I mean, with with I, I get it. Defense is like a problem. Four twelve R- worst. rush defense is a problem. Sixty three plays. The fact of the goals. matter, Cody, is that if our offense cannot score, f- like, I want to say even more than like half the time, like. They need well, to that's score. That's what allowed them to run the ball, right? Was that three out of every four possessions? We couldn't move the ball, and we couldn't, and we couldn't score anymore, yeah. right? So, you make a great point there that with the offense kind of stalling like it did, it allowed South Alabama to be like, you know what? I can now start to include all of my playbook. Yeah. I don't feel like I have to try to to throw the ball now. They can impose and, their and will, take my time, and I ball. can run the ball. Yeah. And until and until their offense can show that they can score. I have enough time in the ball game to where I can just run and run and run and run. That's the thing. Yeah. And we're not going to shut and, anyone down defensively this year. No, but like not, if our offense plays like this, where they can only score ten points in three quarter in the final three quarters, we're not going to yeah. win another football game. Mm-mm. We're not going to win another football game. And and you can say what you will about the defense and what needs to happen going into next year and whatnot, but like it is what it is for this year. And we're not going to like suddenly make some kind of turn and doesn't really matter like what adjustments and stuff like it's, this is who we are. So if, if we have another team that controls the ball for 37 minutes and are able to, you know, get seven, eight yards, a, a carry against us and our offense can't respond and can't get up early and hold that lead and continue to power yeah. on that lead. We're not winning another game. Nope. Nope, doom and gloom here. Doom and gloom. <laughs> I mean, it, gloom. it's just true. Like, I, I mean, you know, like it. I, I get people want a finger point, but like, it's to me, it's like the defense is what the defense is. That doesn't mean that like things again don't need to get better into next year. But like, if the offense isn't keeping the defense off the field. Um, the defense isn't going to win us games this year. They're just not. No, they're going to do no, things gonna... that have a stop here or there, that have a big turnover here or there. In this situation, right, the pick six, like things like that, usually earlier in the game, when our backs against the wall, we cannot rely on this defense to close it out. We just can't. No, we cannot. Nope. They're going to convert the opposing offense is going to convert third and longs. They're going to, if they're a run based team, they're going to have their will running the football. Um, our offense has to move the football. And in the, in the third and fourth quarter, we have to score points yeah. almost every time we touch the ball. Period. I tell you what, man, if I was Helton, I would have me, the DC, the defensive line coach, and the linebacker coach, and we would try to figure out something to stop a run. <laughs> I mean, because whatever we've done so far has just not worked. Nope. It's not worked at all. And whatever they tried to do over the bye week, just it was completely the wrong thing because it it would look bad in that second half. Um, I don't know. I just 
I really wanted this win because it would one go ahead and get us the sixth victory, but two, I felt like and we talked about this. I can't remember if it was on the last week's pod, if it was off air. Um, but if we would get this win tonight, I felt like it would set us up very good to make a really strong run in November. Yeah, it's and it's a momentum shift. Win, like we yeah we we set it off air. Tough, we set like, it off air. Yeah, like this because I yeah I guess we didn't want to like jinx it or whatnot, but like. I felt like this game really kind of sets the tone for November, sets the tone yeah. for the final four games of the season. We win this. I think there was a very good chance that we go, you know, three and one or possibly four and zero oh to close out the year and and make it really interesting in that game against App State. Um, you know, to to end the year, depending on what happens with Coastal. Obviously, we recorded the last episode before Coastal won against App State pretty much right there in the fast lane to to win the east now now we're all but i I think we're mathematically out now um yeah we're out now yeah we're completely out now to win the east um so so like it's a moot point but but yeah like if 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 even that had played out the way it did and coastal still beat app we found a way to beat south alabama um on you know this week then we're still in it right i mean uh, uh coastal still has to play JMU in Southern Miss, I believe, um, yeah. right as well as Virginia, um, and we talked about like them possibly going like one and three in those games or something, right? So like, um, it's yeah. So, but anyway, that that scenario is out of the question now, um, and and yeah, now it's kind of the reverse. It's like, how do we bounce back from this? What tone and precedent does it set for the you know for the rest of November? Um, and I think it's going to show a lot about this team, this coaching staff, just like, again, how, how do we respond? Like we, you know, we go in and we win tonight, even with coastal in the driving seat, like we still got a chance. Like we're, we're still yeah. in the conversation. We're eligible, like you said already with three games to play. Now it's more of our backs against the wall. We're searching for that six victory. We're now having to do it on the road on a short week. Yep. On Thursday night. And then we go return home for two really tough games against, you know, two really, two really tough games. Two really tough games against one really good defense um, and then a rivalry game, right? Um, so, and, and, and two teams that can run the football. Yeah. So, and history isn't good with the, the rivalry game. You know, going back to 2014, we either beat. Georgia State and App State, or we lose to both of them every year. So, doom and gloom. This is the doom and gloom episode. The doom and gloom. Hopefully, it's the last one. I mean, yeah, if we. <laughs> I guess shift to Louisiana. Short week again. Play them on Thursday bum, night. Bum, bum. ESPNU, um, November tenth. A uh, seven going on. Seven thirty. Halloween is over. <laughs> uh, it's Christmas time, Cody. Haven't you got the memo? Put the Christmas decorations joyful. off. <laughs> Put the Christmas decorations out. Get the tree out. Um, are we just skipping Thanksgiving? Yeah, I think I think everyone is now. It's sad. Are we not? Are we not thankful for this it's football sad. season? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like fall. Yeah, because like Halloween just like blends in, and then now like yeah, you know, it's like you kind of have like a mix of like fall decor and pumpkins and then mixed with like skulls and crossbow, you know, whatever of like <laughs> Halloween. It's like, all right, well now Halloween's over. It's Christmas. It's like Christmas. Oh, time. All right. Um, but anyway, so go in ESPNU seven thirty kickoff Eastern. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I, we historically haven't played great on Thursday, um, on national TV. Um, hopefully we can correct that. Right. It's just tough. It's tough. It's just it's tough to go for, on the road yeah. in a short week and win. It honestly. And and, and if we'd have won tonight, that'd have been the same theme going into this to this part of the preview, is that it's a short week on the road. This is Yeah, this is I don't be I don't know how much win. I mean that's interesting, right? I don't know how much that really changes it. Like you know, like yeah. I, I know we just talked about momentum and stuff, so I guess we're contradicting contradicting ourselves. No, I'm not. But like the like it like if 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 we had pulled this out, let's say we won by seven tonight. Like, it, it, yeah, is the concern like still there? Is it at the same level? Um, yeah, to a yeah. certain extent. 
But but we would have been like, oh, well, even though Singleton went down, so-and-so stepped up, or we were still able to drive on offense, and we were still able to do this or that and, and pull it out. But that's not the case. It's not the case. Um, so, no, I, I think, of course, we're not fortune tellers um, or can't go into an alternate universe, but no, I think there would still be some concern a little bit but you would still say, okay, we were able to overcome it against a team that we felt like South Alabama is better than Louisiana. Yeah. Right? But the concern would be mainly it's a short week on the road. Those are always very tough games to win. Yeah, they are. And, yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, I, I guess – We'll find out, obviously, right? I mean, first game under Helton in in this situation, um, we have, I would say, taken a step forward as far as being prepared for road games. But obviously, we've lost four games this season and three of those came on the road, right? So yeah, we're what. Two and three on the road this year. Yeah. So yeah, if we win this, we'll be five hundred. But again, they're close games. The only one that really wasn't was UAB, and that was close. You know, yeah. late. Um, you know, biggest uh, only double score uh, loss of, of of the year. Um, so yeah, like I, I want to be hopeful that it's not like a South Alabama situation like last year, right? Where it's it's just like. A complete blowout. I just, I, I, yeah. I don't see that. I really don't. Um, I could see it being equally frustrating and it being like a three, four, five point loss, something like that. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping we find a way, kind of like Troy did, right? So uh, obviously, uh, Louisiana also played um, tonight, so that so they're going to be on a short yeah. week, but obviously they don't have to travel. But um, they they blew their own they game. blew their own game, right? Twenty three seventeen lost to Troy who's currently uh, leading the West Division, um, and they were up in that game 17 to nothing, right, Cody? So, um, yeah. and, and blew it in the second half. So, I feel like we're kind of both on similar tracks but going in opposite directions, if that makes sense, right? Like, So if you look at Louisiana, they came off this extremely huge high with Billy Napier. He leaves to go to Florida, the hometown – Boy is they're now the head coach. Um, you have transfers, you have injuries, you have graduation. It's almost kind of a completely new team, to be honest with you. Um, they start off the year, they lose to their in-state rival that they feel like they should always beat and that they insult the way that we insult Georgia State. Um, and they've just kind of been up and down, up and down. Um, same thing with us, um, except that we were on the bottom of the barrel. We hire the new coach. Our trajectory seems to be more going upward, where theirs going down. And, but we still, you know, lose to our in-state rival middle of the season. We still kind of have our ebb and flows up and down. And we're both coming into this game, really feeling like we should have won the last game. You know, it may not be so much more of short week, road home. You know that dynamic it may be who can put this week behind them the best yeah and and focus on preparing for this game and just saying okay what's done is done we need to focus on our opponent and let's take care of business maybe that's how this game needs to be viewed not so much you know home game road game if we come in here still with south alabama baggage we may we may get blown out and same thing with louisiana if they come in here with like troy baggage we may go in there and blow them out. Yeah. I think it could. Yeah. I mean, like looking looking at the stats, I mean, obviously, um, so against against Troy, uh, they had three hundred and fifteen yards of total offense. Um, so nothing crazy there. Hundred and twelve through the air, two hundred and three rushing yards, but um, you know, on on the season they're only averaging uh hundred and uh 21 rushing yards a game um, and 245 through the air. Um, so that's promising, I guess. Uh, you know, they're leading rusher uh, <laughs> in, um, 
in Chris Smith uh, is uh, 311 yards, two touchdowns, 58 carries, right? So we know Louisiana historically, right? They usually have that that two-headed monster, right, at running back, and then uh, Mm. many times three-headed monster, right, with Levi Lewis. Obviously, he's no longer there. Um, So now they've got more of a traditional drop-back pocket passer, um and but he has two rushing touchdowns in the game. There you go. Troy. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Ben uh Wold, Woldridge. Um and yeah, so he's got thirteen hundred yards That's and cotton mouth of a name. Woldridge, yeah. Not, yeah. not Woodridge. Um <laughs> twelve touchdowns, uh four interceptions, thirteen hundred yards. Um yeah, I mean you know, kind of similar to like the the USA quarterback, I would say um, but again, he didn't really beat us. It was the running back that beat us, but it, it seems like Louisiana doesn't really have maybe that guy. Uh, so, so yeah, may, I mean, maybe out of the, again, we know what apps has, we know what Marshall has out of the final three games of the season. Maybe this is like our best chance of actually like shutting, not shutting down the run, but slowing it down. Right, um, yeah. just because of like talent. Uh, so yeah, Chris Smith, eighteen carries, ninety-seven yards against Troy. Um, certainly not a bad game by by any measure. But um, and, and again, like I at two hundred and three rushing yards, well above their their season average. Um, so and, and Troy's got a good defense. So obviously Louisiana has figured something out there. Um, but that to me is is the the key thing to watch. Like, can we do something? Can we make adjustments to at least slow down the rushing attack, and then can our offense move the ball on them? Which which that I think we should be yeah. able to do. Um, you know their their defense isn't great. Um, you know they uh, but but it's also not it's it's not terrible. I mean they they allow 126 yards rushing, 215 yards through there. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head earlier. I think our best defense is an efficient and effective offense at this point. And if our offense isn't isn't moving and isn't scoring points, then uh, it's going to be a long day for our defense, to say the least. Um, I don't know. I, I think I'm trying to remove emotion from how I feel about this past game to kind of give an honest bias. preview. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think... You know, looking at the final four games before we played South Alabama, I felt like this game was the one that we should win. I don't want to say the easiest, but maybe had the you know the best chance of winning. Looking at it against the final four teams, um, but now that I've seen our defense, it just it it just worries me about can we go down there and play, and can we go down there and, and pull it out and get back to Statesboro for the final two games of the year? Yeah, I mean. I, I really don't know what to think. I really don't. Um, yeah, it's hard. It's hard, right? This, it's like a Jekyll and Hyde, you know, and, and it's hard even worse when the Jekyll and Hyde occurs during the game. Yeah. You play great for, you know, the first quarter, half of the second quarter, and then it's like, I'm going to go into hibernation. I'm going to come out briefly and play good for Again, you know, I, I don't think that was as much third. the defense. I'm not taking away what they did, but, like, South Alabama's, their 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 game plan was, was just odd. Right, I mean, yeah. they, they came out trying to pass the ball, knowing how weak we were with rush defense, and then it was like something clicked in the the second half, and light bulb, you know, popped on. They're like, oh yeah, we can again do do a dive play, get five, six, seven yards every play, um, and they were like forcing some things in the. I mean, they came out came out swinging, came out throwing the ball, and um, we made them pay, but. Yeah, we we just we haven't been consistent defensively, whether it's run or pass, right all year. Mm-hmm. We haven't been able to put four quarters together, um, and you know, I, again, I, I really like it's not fair to the offense, but it's really on them, in my opinion, to be consistent. And we've we've got to score. I mean, I, I'd say we, you know. We had to score like ten points a quarter, uh, ten points a quarter, probably, right to to win this. So forty game. points a game. Yeah, I think forty so. points a game. Um, yeah, and it's a short week. I just, oh man, Singleton got hurt. I don't know if he'll be available to play on Thursday. I don't think so. 
you know, that's a quick turnaround. I don't know if he'll be available. If he couldn't play the rest of the game, it'll be I'll be shocked if he could play on Thursday. Yeah, same. So we got to what tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, travel Wednesday. So they got three days to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Mm-mm-mm. I, I mean, it's tough. It. It's I mean, you're talking about a team that was a an option team last year, and you've already lost your three, or not, not your three best, but like three of your top receivers. Yeah, yeah. Could we be looking at a game against App State in which whoever wins gets to go bowling at the end of the year? Like, could we be five and six going to that game, and they be what six and five, looking for that seventh win that they need? Oh yeah, because they need a seventh win because they played the two yeah, FCS need... teams. Yeah, um, yeah, possibly. Like, which is crazy. Wow. I think that would be the second time in FBS where the game, like, I don't know how I want to phrase this. Like, it didn't matter that, but like, like we we've never faced. We faced when we've been completely out of it. Right, obviously last year. Um, summer's years, uh, where there was nothing to play for other than pride. Um, and went and like, uh, bragging rights, right. Of, of winning the rivalry. They've obviously had a lot to play for. They've for the most part in FBS history has been playing us to still be in, you know, contention for East division title. Right. Um, but I believe there was one time where it was like that, where neither one of us had like much to play for either than, uh, other than um, than a bowl game, right? And I think that was twenty. It was a. It was like two or three years ago, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, might have been twenty. Was it twenty twenty? Did they go what, to twenty twenty? Yeah, twenty twenty. Because they didn't go to the championship. Yeah, I think it was twenty twenty. So we played that game where we were what? Um, we lost. We were going. Yeah, that's when we had seven wins, what? right? And then we we went on and shy couldn't play. Shy couldn't play. Tomlin, that's right. So Gusky, I think, Tomlin started like that game. Gonna... Or Tomlin, yeah. And then he no, went Tomlin. Out. Tomlin, but did. Di- but then so Gusky, Tomlin looked great. But then he got hurt. Yeah, Tomlin looked great. Yeah, then he got hurt. And then so Gusky came in, I think. No, so Gusky wasn't. No, because so Gusky was out that whole year. <laughs> it was the. Um, like a fifth year transfer from Walford or something. Oh, it was the Walford kid. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we So yeah. So that was that was probably the one game against App that we've had where um I would say there wasn't like emotions weren't super high. There wasn't like that much to play for. I don't know. I think if we're going in there with an opportunity to to prevent them from going to a bowl and us to go to a bowl, I think the emotions would be pretty high. Yeah. The crowd may not be the biggest in the world, no, but won't. the emotion would be there. Yeah. I don't know. Well, hopefully we get this win, and if we get that, maybe we'll have some momentum, and the crowd will be better. There'll be less competing interest of, you know, <laughs> obviously, you know. Yeah, there was maybe a, a 3.30 game that maybe – uh Played a, a factor. To, yeah. That a graduate of Georgia Southern picked on college game day. What? Did you know that Luke Bryan went to Georgia Southern? Yes. Yes. I think we've talked about it a time or two. Yeah. Um, I don't have much feelings for that, to be honest with I you. I honestly don't care. I'm going to over it. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. He has dual, like... He's obviously shown like some love and stuff when like we make a you know ripple or whatever. But I th- I think here's my thing is that I want anybody and everybody to be a fan of our school, and even if that means they want to pull for another school at the same time, I think I'm I'm okay with it as long as it's not like us now, like woohoo, like something like yeah, crazy. Like yeah, yeah. If it was like in conference, like that'd be weird. But yeah, if it's something that like that, like. I get it. I get a lot of people aren't going to like this take, but yeah, I've, I've given it a lot of thought and no, I, I, I agree with you. Right. Cause it's like, yeah, but like what I would expect would, if there ever become like comes a day where 12 team playoff and it's Georgia Southern versus um, Georgia that he's pulling for us. And I don't you think that's going to be the case. Yeah. I don't think that would be the case, but maybe. Um, and I think that's where I would get mad at. Like, that's where I would get mad. Here, yeah. 
like you went here you you know i think he like met his wife here like you have that whole i mean like, even if he did like the whole like dual thing of like oh i've got like two jerseys or like blah blah yeah, blah something like, like that i could almost give you that you know but like if you're like yeah on college game day or whatever. And it's like, Oh, number four versus 12 or whatever it is. And it's like, and he's like, Oh yeah, go dog. And barking. And and like, yeah, that, that I'd be mad. (laughs) So then he like Cole Swindell to come out and be like, punch him in the face. Get off the stage. (laughs) (laughs) Southern. Uh, (laughs) No, but yeah, I think I, I, I I don't I don't get upset. I agree by it with as, you. As, it it, it was like it, initially it was hard, right, to like get over, I guess, because like he is such a big name, he has such an influence, and um, well, see, such that's a reach. the thing, right? It's because he is it, is it is people upset because the the name is so big yes. and the reach is yes. there? Is that why? I mean, are you is people upset when? You know, Joe Schmo down the street no. cheers for both teams. Well, no. not not so, in the same regard. No. Yeah, yeah. They're mad when like the student wears, you know, a Georgia jersey to the Southern game. Yeah, now that's aggravating. That's aggravating. But uh, you know, am, am I like cursing the names of like all the students that like stayed <laughs> home and watched the 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 Tennessee Georgia game over? No, I'm not. Like, you know, I mean, I, I wish you would support your school and, and go, but like, you know, so like, Look, I think we also need to, I think we also need to, to bring the point and this doesn't get talked about a lot is that our games now are very easily accessible to watch on TV via ESPN plus. Whereas back when you and I went to school and even as recently as what, 10, five years ago, that wasn't the case. If you wanted to watch a Georgia Southern game, you had to go to the stadium to watch it. Yeah, so, for the uh, yeah, I mean, I remember like, I mean, they had. I guess it was I mean, ESPN yeah, we used three to be on what CS CS. Well, or, way uh, back CSS. in the day, but like with 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 the Munkin days, <laughs> Sports South. with the Munkin day, yeah, Sports South. With the Munkin days after we graduated, I want to say it was like ESPN three was still around, um, and then they had like maybe even some pay per view games and stuff and then they had networks through the schools so that you could watch but that wasn't widely available though it's not like it is uh, now it i guess i guess sure um i would say i remember like eagle vision and like that was free and it wasn't a great broadcast it was literally like skycam and it was like the announcers like the play by play radio announcers on on the call um, so the production, even as lackluster as it is now, um, was even worse then. But I remember like you could watch those games for free. And then I remember in the Southern conference days when we played like Furman and Wofford and all of those that a lot of those had their similar ones and some you had to pay for it. And it was as much as like five or six bucks a game that I would always like fork out. Um, but in with, with just as bad, like of a broadcast, but yeah, I, I guess I, I don't know. I, I I guess my question would be like, how many people actually like subscribe to ESPN Plus? But like, I'm sure the bars A and lot. stuff do, and you can go there and like watch the game and whatnot. And I'm sure that was the case at like a lot of the bars in like Statesboro. They probably had the Georgia Tennessee game on and had the Georgia Southern game on on a couple TVs as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean. Yeah, with with the Luke Bryan thing, it is what it is. Like that, that that's all I would ask for. Is like when we get to that, if we ever get to that spot where we're like super relevant, where we're a ranked team, where we're Great hosting, a, where we're hosting a college game day, <laughs> where we're right. Um, like I would hope that he would show us some love. And I mean, obviously, he has. I need Coach Harris to get on that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh man. All right, I guess I'm okay. This is a great therapy session. Yeah, you were again. I mean, people. I was mad. He was mad. I was mad. He was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I was for like a two hours, man. I was like, this is. It sucks. Was, it's frustrating. It, it is, but it again, did. it like in retrospect, like it's. This is better. You you didn't think we were going to get five wins this year, and we're already is at that. Five what wins. I said? Yeah. 
You said four. I can't remember. I think you I said did. four. You okay. said four. I said I said like six and six would be a great season. And we still have the possibility to be eight and four, right? Probably not super likely, but I I think that we have a decent chance, a decent chance to go two and one in our final three. Um, and obviously this Thursday night game would be a huge part of that. If we got a win there, then all yeah. we have to do is go one-on-one in our final two games at home against Marshall and App. We end the season seven and five. That's better than a lot of people expected. A no, lot no, of people. I agree with you. Um, but I think, you know, as the season went on, expectations change. Right? Like when, you know, beat Nebraska, you can change your expectations. Okay, well, we beat a Power I, 5 team, I, even though they may have been terrible. Yeah, so as a fan, obviously, naturally, that's going to happen. I think what we have to do is, like, a season is, and you see this, like, across the Sun Belt and everyone else, like, yes, expectations can change, but I would say when you're looking at it from a standpoint of getting better – and exceeding expectations, like initial expectations, you need to curb those a bit, right? So, like, if it's if it's, but I'm a fan, man, I can't curb that. I think you need to curb it a bit because it's like <laughs> you you beat Nebraska, and yes, that's a good win, but like it's still Nebraska, right? <laughs> They're a three win team. I think I think you kind of you alluded to it right then. Are we getting better? Are are we getting better every week? I think maybe what is the most frustrating part is that I didn't see at least this was like the first week where I felt like we may have taken a step back. I agree with you for the most part. I think maybe a, that's where I most think of a my big I think a big from. part of I mean South Alabama was a good team, they're a good defense, they lived up to the billing. You think are they they're at, well coached they're better than JMU? Yeah. I do, a hundred percent. I think like significantly, actually. I re- okay. I, I picked them to win the the West, Cody. Like I I I I I, I, I picked them. But, I picked them or, or Troy. I I I on it. I think I think Kane Womack is a great coach. I think they're super well coached. I think they have talent. I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the West for years to come. Um, they're only going to continue to get better in recruiting and everything else. Well, for as long as he stays For there. as long as he stays there. And we lost to him by seven. Yes, it was at home. Yes, it was frustrating. Yes, we let a lead slip away. But this was a good football team. This wasn't ULM. This wasn't Arkansas State. Right? I, I think I think recency yeah, yeah, yeah. bias kicks in here because, yes, they, they slaughtered us last year. But that was their first win against us, right? We were seven and one going in this game. Um, now they, you know, they they've obviously turned a corner, right? Like we're zero and two against Cam Womack. Like the, he's a good coach. He's got that team on the right path. Um, and again, if Troy slips up, this team could win the West and it could be in the conference championship. Um, so. And they almost slipped up against Louisiana, so it, it it could happen. And so, yeah, I I I don't know. I, I I guess like I'm I'm frustrated. I'm just as mad as everyone else. But you don't sound like it. I guess I'm not as mad. Actually, I guess that's not true. I'm not as mad. I'm not as mad as you. Like I I don't like to lose. Obviously, like it sucks. But. Th- you know, it, it, it happened. It's a good football team. If this was ULM, yeah. if this was like Arkansas State, I'd be a lot lot more mad. You know, and like the way we lost, yeah. Yeah. the the way it happened, I get it. But like we literally went through in our season preview and went through the whole thing and chalked this up to a loss at the beginning of the year. And you're absolutely right. As the season progresses and you see how we actually are and aren't trying to predict a 12-game season, you know, all at once, then Mm -hmm. you take it week by week. I get it. And that's where it becomes frustrating. But I guess my message here to, like, close it out is, like, 
think about where we are. Like we're at five wins. We're hunting for bowl eligibility. We still got three wins or, or, or three games left. We No one expected us to be in this position at this point. It's frustrating that we got to this position. We saw that potential, and then we didn't continue down that path or, like, continue to, like, reach that potential week to week. But, like, this is still a learning process. This is still a rebuild year. Like, you know, it, it just is. Yeah. Well, and it just – to jump on that rebuild year, I think in you know, we were initially surprised by how well everybody kind of adapted to the new offense. But you have a six year quarterback that transferred in, you have a, a fifth year or sixth year wide receiver in Singleton, you had a sixth year in Amari Jones, um, Caleb Hood has been around for a little while. Uh who am I missing else on that receiving core? Burgess is yeah, Burgess is a, is a phenomenal athlete who played a lot of the time last year. Um, you see now that those initial starters are, are getting you know injured, um, I think what you're seeing as far as the quote-unquote rebuild is actually the depth. We don't have maybe the wide receiver depth right, that we need or that we want right now for this offense. Um so maybe that's where we need to say, okay, we're good, you know, 11 on 11. But when we start having to get down on our depth chart, maybe that's where the, the actual building is, is still taking place and needs probably about another two to three seasons before we can get that. I mean, the know, fact that we threw for 278 up. yards and two touchdowns with Caleb Hood and Burgess, and pretty much that's it. Like, you know, honestly, like that's saying something like, like, think about that. Like, like go back to last year and say we were going to have 270 yards passing. Yeah. Right. Like people are, no, like they wouldn't put money on that. They wouldn't bet on that. Like, you know, and, and, and so we, we've still got Lunsford recruits and we're depleted and we're still putting up almost 300 yards passing a game. Like that, that's impressive to me, you know, and, but we're still mad about the third and one play calls, right? Yeah, of course, because, because we still have running backs that we're putting up two and 300 yards or not, not single, like single running backs, but you know what I mean? Like a rushing offense that were, that was putting up, you know, 200 yards a game plus every game as an option offense. So, yes, we have the talent there where we need to be more creative in the play calling to get those guys some yards. And, you know, offensive line-wise, yeah, like if <clears throat> if if we're not getting it up the middle, come outside, rotate someone else in, get Gerald Green more touches, get O.J. Arnold more touches. Like, that's frustrating. But, again, just trying to put everything in perspective. Losing sucks. It's always going to suck. It's not making excuses. You know, but... November's tough. November's tough. We play. November's tough. This is where it gets us. November is a tough month. I'm just hopeful that we can, again, we lose this game by seven... We led the majority of the game. It was a tough team. It's a team that still could end up winning the West, which has proven at least their top tier is like as good as the East. And yeah, let's just have patience and let's see how it folds, right? Like, yep. I mean, <clears throat> again, we we come back here after Louisiana, we lose that one, lose Marshall, lose App State. Then it's a different, right? Uh, obviously, we don't want to end the season yeah. like that. But we still got three games to play. You know, and and, and let's see what happens. And two two are at home. I, I, this, this game here is huge against Louisiana. All right, so don't start breaking stuff yet. Don't break stuff yet. It's fine. Okay. Let's see how we play on national TV. Let's see how we respond <laughs> to the situation. 
we win this game. We get to six wins. We go six and four. We go to Marshall, or we we go home to play Marshall. That's a winnable game. And then we close it out with App State. There's still a ton to play for. Yeah. In my eyes. No, you're right. There's a ton to play for. So. There is a ton to play for. And we've been in every so, game. Other, if we, yeah. I think, I think if we can just get to the bowl and get those extra practices, that's going to be huge going into next season. So, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it this Thursday, and and then focus on on the two hillbilly teams coming down. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I guess Marshall would be. Yeah. All right. Well, this was the doom and gloom episode. So. Doom and gloom. Hope you enjoyed your commute. Um, <laughs> but but we'll uh, yeah. Ho- hopefully we'll have uh, more positive things to talk about uh, next week. Um, let's get after it. Short week. Let's take care of business in Louisiana and Lafayette. And uh, yeah, let's get a win. Let's get bowl eligible. Um, and as always, uh, Cody, hail Southern. Hail Southern. <laughs>